Hello everybody, welcome to Essex Church where our community of Kensington Unitarians meets each week. This is a community made by all those who walk through our doors. So be you new to this place or an occasional visitor or someone for whom this is your spiritual home, I welcome you here today. On this first weekend of the Olympics, London is an interesting place to be. Strangely quiet in some places, incredibly crowded in others. And our journeys here will have been varied. Some have struggled, some have stayed at home, and some have glided through. But let's now acknowledge that we are here. Here now. Let's settle ourselves for this hour of togetherness. This is a chance for us to join in community, one with another. It's a chance too to turn inwards, perhaps to reflect, to go deeper for a while. And it is good to find a still place within us. A place in which we can be strengthened or softened, soothed or inspired. We can find insights perhaps into our next steps or perhaps hear the message that actually all is well and there is nothing to do but be here now. in recognition of the Olympic Games that we're hosting, I'm lighting our chalice today, that such events might play their part in finding a healing for the nations, that peace might reign, perhaps just occasionally here on earth. And I like this symbol of our worldwide liberal faith, that its flame, like the Olympic torch, might remind us of our ideals and the way that such ideals can be put into action. A story now. Um, I, I think that the, the time or the place in which you hear a story can really have a quite profound effect. And when I first heard this story, it was a time in life when I... I wasn't accepting of the difficulties that were piling my way, um, and it, it, it had an effect on me. I wonder if it, it will speak to any of you today. It's the, the story of someone who found the chrysalis of a butterfly. I don't know if you've seen them, oh, kind of shriveled, this little container. And then one day, a small opening appeared in that chrysalis, and she sat, that woman, and watched the butterfly for several hours as it struggled to squeeze its body through that tiny hole and then it stopped as though it couldn't go any further and at that point the woman decided she should help that butterfly so she took very carefully a pair of tiny sharp nail scissors 
and she'd just cut away the remaining parts of that chrysalis and the butterfly emerged easily but it had a swollen body and shriveled wings and the woman continued to watch it expecting that any minute the wings would enlarge and expand enough to support that body but it never happened in fact that butterfly spent the rest of its life crawling around it was never able to fly and what the woman in her kindness and her haste did not understand was that the restricting chrysalis and the struggle required by a butterfly to get through the opening, that is a way of forcing the fluid from the body into the wings so that it would be ready for flight once that was achieved. And so the story ends by saying that sometimes struggles are exactly what we need in our lives. And when I heard that, I went, <laughs> because I didn't want to hear it. But sometimes when I look back, I don't know about you, on some of the difficult times in my life, they have been times of growth and potential transformation. So let's take that story now with us into a time of prayer and reflection. So let's join now in this time of prayer and reflection in which the divine spirit of life and love may bless us and all that we do and say together here today. That we all know the impatient places within us. The one within us who wants things to happen right now just how we want it to be. May we rather be blessed with the insight that knows when something is ready to happen. The insight to know when we need to wait with patience and awareness, waiting for the signs that will show us the way. Let us pray now for our city as it hosts the Olympic Games and welcomes visitors from far and wide to our shores. May these games be peaceful and successful. May they convey something of that Olympic spirit that brought people together, allowed us to make connections over divides, to join together enjoying what it is to be human with all our skills and prowess. Let's in a moment of stillness on our own now voice our own inner thoughts and prayers for this time.
prayers of our hearts work their magic in this world of ours. That there might be a little more peace, a little more joy, a little more graciousness for all to enjoy. Amen. Earthbound, bound, skyboard. I knew somehow in the mind deep depths of me I was not all there. There was something missing. I was somehow spare. Some vital part of me was disengaged. I was not like a dull driven through an oak beam. I was not foursquare, completely at one with this solid seeming world. Somewhere I knew I had learned to fly. And I flew, how I flew, whirling round space like a carousel, flung through space like a spark from a knife grinder stone, poured through space like a jug of spilt milk, yet never wholly spilt. That immense purple space which I awed and ogled which crouched in my capsule like an imp in a jar, I marveled and peered into, more than a little afraid. For if I could not weld it all together, if I could not construct it like a calculus, if I could not tightly contain and develop it like a dancer's leotard, would it not overwhelm and bury me like an old wheel in the mud, like the carcass of a dinosaur, frizzled and flung aside. Was this not likely to be also my fate? So, on my knees, in that immensity, I prayed. Lord, let me not be flung aside. And further, as I thought, let us not be struck out like a sun, you who strike out suns like sums from a lecturer's board. Not that it is my extinction which agitates, but the thought of transmitting all this beauty, conveying all this wealth of thought to all those still earthbound comrades, those moored in the world island, suspended in the vastity of blue ink space. Oh, for that I fervently play, prayed. Lord, Lord, bring me back to earth from which I never shall again feel so painfully estranged. For I have seen my birthplace, I have construed my ancestry, I have understood the possibility I have covered this world with my hand, and, and I, I awoke, awoke to find myself in the heaven, heaven that once I called Earth.
Now, I, first of all, I want to thank Sarah and the congregation to give me this opportunity to talk a bit about my paintings. And I want to give the title to this little book, Images of Transformation. Now, from time to time, people ask me, oh, what is your painting about? And that's always a very difficult question uh, to answer, because my painting is neither a figurative in the traditional representational sense, nor is it abstract. So, um, and I've painted all my life, and I've always relied on inspiration from my own imagination, and different themes have uh, come up for me at some time, uh, been important to me, like angels, butterflies, imagined, imagined landscapes, and also music and poetry have always been um, an important source for me. And I remind myself of the Greek philosopher who said, no one can swim in the same river twice. Uh, because the river always flows, but more importantly, I think, for us, is the person who swims in the river never is the same. Uh, we always change. So painting itself is a process of transformation. I, mean, I start with a blank canvas, and that can be quite frightening. And then I usually put on colors. I've got something in mind, uh, uh, but I don't quite know how it's going to end up. I put on colors, and uh, then I uh, put on another layer. Actually, I use acrylic because that's fairly flexible and dries quickly. I used to paint in oil, but I just didn't have the patience to wait for it to dry. So I put on another layer and another layer, and they're often the painting changes quite dramatically. Uh, and it's a process that can go on for months, sometimes even years. Then I put it aside, it isn't quite right, I don't know what's missing, then I take it out again, and on we go. So uh, that's um, how I work. So I, I see painting itself as a process of transformation. Now, for some time, I have been fascinated by butterflies. I haven't painted them in a very realistic way, and that's one of my butterflies painting, paintings. And on my website, Heidi Fade Art, you see many more butterfly paintings. Yeah, these butterflies, they're so fascinating. Uh, they seem to be fragile, but they're quite strong, really, and resilient. And they are, of course, the final result of a long process of transformation. As we all know, starting is eggs and caterpillar, where they sort of creep around and eat a lot. And uh, then they go into chrysalis and finally emerge as butterflies, uh, where they're just creatures of uh, delight and beauty. And also interesting, the Greek word for butterfly is psyche. And for a long time, the butterfly has been seen as a symbol of the soul. Transformation and change are ever-present in our personal lives, in the social and political world, in nature, and transformation and change is, of course, hard, like the story that Sarah read us illustrates how hard it sometimes can be. But 
resisting transformational change is futile, in my view, because the need for constant transformation is built into our nature, and in fact it is part of the nature of the universe itself. Uh, even the stars are not eternal, although they last a jolly long time. <laughs> uh, so, um, so the butterflies, I feel, have got a lot to do with transformation. Now, I think most of us watched the Olympic opening ceremony, and there were many wonderful things, and I personally was most moved by the moment when the fire was lit, the cauldron of fire, and uh, that, I felt, was a very important symbol of transformation. And actually, some time ago, I did this painting here, and um, it has a text on it, which my paintings don't always have, and the text says, Angels of Fire Transform Us. Uh, so fire is a, a very strong element of transformation. And angels, I see angels as the personification of qualities that we need in our lives. And uh, angels of fire as uh, spirits that help us along the path of transformation that we all have to go through. Now, another source of uh, inspiration for me is uh, poetry. And... Um, John and I, we read one of John's poems, uh, um, and I did this painting, uh, which was inspired uh, by this po uh, poem. The uh, poem is called uh, Earthbound Skyborn, and it is also, I think, a, transformation, uh, a poem about transformation, about reaching out for the sky, but ultimately coming back to earth and finding that the real task for us is to live in the here and now of our earthly existence. Uh, this is where we have our potential for happiness and this is also where our task for relating to each other must be accomplished. So um, that's uh, what I wanted to say today. Thanks for listening. Change happens all around us and within us. For to be alive is to be in a constant process of transformation. So let us not block this flow, for that could lead to stagnation. Rather, may we be conduits through which change can happen. In its right time, in its right place, that we might all be the magnificent creatures that we truly are, now and always. Amen. Go well, and blessed be.